Hey, Cody, what's the difference between a poor person and a rich person? I don't know. Money. <laughs> Just kidding. Their mindset. That is the only difference between a rich person and a poor person. Because a rich person, or I guess I should say, a person with money can easily be poor. And a person without money can easily be rich. Yeah, absolutely. You're listening to the Mailbox Money Podcast with Cody Burton and Rebecca Scott. Today, talking about the millionaire mindset. Um, We've both worked with and made quite a few millionaires, so I think this is something we're both familiar with. Um, And it doesn't necessarily have to do with the amount of money you have in the bank. You know, I would say I have definitely met a few uh, well-off people, wealthy people, that I would say have a poor mindset. Absolutely. They've, they've never once become clients. They've always talked about it and then walked away. Yep. So what what would you say is the millionaire mindset? How would you define that? When I think of a millionaire mindset, I always think about the difference of having a mindset of scarcity and a mindset of abundance. So obviously the millionaire mindset is on the abundance side. Millionaires do not have a mindset of scarcity. So when you talk about abundance, it means to see limitless potential in life. And we talk a lot about building the life or creating the life that you want to live. Right. And looking at that, knowing that it is a possibility, that's what abundance means. Knowing that you can walk away from any deal you you can see the potential in every single aspect of your life and you're going to go for it. Mm -hmm. When I'd say even more than that, not only seeing the potential and going for it, but also having the confidence to walk away. Absolutely. You know, I think there is, um, I see it a lot with people that maybe think they don't have a choice. They feel cornered in, you know, I've helped Um, newer investors with deals where they want to proceed regardless. And it's because, you know, they're scared. They're not going to find another deal. There's, there's some sort of fear there. And I haven't quite put my finger on where it comes from. You know, maybe it's different for every client. I'm not sure. Um, But I would say that that millionaire mindset is also the confidence, not only to jump headlong into a deal, but also the confidence to say, you know what, now that I'm in this, I can walk away from it. Yeah. Fear is the biggest motivator Mm -hmm. that we have in our life. And the worst motivator, I'd say. And the worst motivator. Correct. So when you get down to the bottom of why people are doing things, if it's because of fear, that's not good. It's not healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's when scarcity really creeps in. Fear allows scarcity to overcome and overtake our brain with doubt. And doubt will kill you and it will kill your future because you can doubt every decision that you've ever made, but every decision that you've ever made is correct. And so it got you to where you are. Yep. Yeah. There is definitely an argument to be made there. Um, I think, you know, scarcity, bringing that up is a good point because the clients that I'm specifically referring to, the ones that just for whatever reason, wanted to proceed with this deal regardless. Um, 
because I don't think they had the confidence to cancel it. And I think part of it, too, was a bit of scarcity in that, like, they'd already spent money on inspection. It was like, we've already done this. And for them, maybe walking away from that, they there was that scarcity of like, oh, my God, we've already spent money. Now we have to, you know, find more money in, for another inspection or something like that. Um, whereas having that confidence to make those decisions, even if you already are invested, I think is a, one thing that sets that mindset apart. I completely agree. And it's hard when you grow up a certain way and you have been taught and raised by people with scarcity mindset. You don't even realize that that's what's happening. However, it, so it gets ingrained into us, mm-hmm. right? And it becomes how we look at the world and we say, no, we're just being realistic. Like these people have their head in the clouds they're it's not gonna they're gonna fall at some point and it's like well maybe but also if you're not striving for the clouds if you're not working towards that then it's it's never gonna happen right yeah there's there's that there's so many people that are like oh i'm just a realist i'm just you know you're flying high the only thing you can go is down well you don't know that a if that's what's keeping you from flying high is the fear of eventually falling. Then you never get to fly. You never, never leave the ground. Exactly. And second, you don't know how high the sky is. I mean, look at somebody like, you know, Jeff Bezos or these super ri- the richest people in the world, right? Before they became the richest person in the world, you couldn't have that much money. Right. Because it, it didn't exist. Right. You know, nobody had ever done it. And so I think that is a part of the mindset, too, is that there is no, you know, they say the sky's the limit, but you don't know how high the sky is. Exactly. So with somebody with a scarcity mindset, their mind's full of doubt, they're scared to move forward, they don't know where to go. However, they want to be successful financially. They want to have that million dollar mindset or that millionaire mindset. What's your first piece of advice that you would tell somebody trying to change from scarcity to abundance you know that it's a really good question and i actually just got done reading uh the book grit by angela duckworth Mm. um she had a ted talk as well if you want to after you're done with the podcast go check it out because it's really good um but it's about stick to itiveness Mm -hmm. and i think that is kind of the in-between piece maybe between that scarcity mindset and that more abundance mindset and then ultimately that millionaire mindset we're talking about is a lot of times in the scarcity mindset you see a lot of obviously fear um, but also just a general like pessimism you know things aren't going to work out things like that and so you have to change your mindset you know I love the quote by Henry Ford whether you believe you can or you can't, you're right. Yep. And, you know, I have made that kind of one of my mantras um, for a long, long time. And I think it's become true. You know, the uh, that book I just mentioned, Grit, they had a study in there um, of people, how lucky they thought they were. And luck's a whole thing. We can get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they interviewed people on a scale of one to ten. How lucky are you? And then they took those people, had them read a newspaper, and the newspaper had um, 
certain words in it, and they had to find how many words were in the newspaper. Okay. The trick was it wasn't a real newspaper, and on several of the pages in the photos on the newspaper, there was something that said, this word is in this newspaper 37 times. If you see it, you can go ahead and, you know, turn your newspaper into the person running the study. And also because you found it in this picture, you'll get a hundred dollars. Okay. And the people who thought they were lucky found that picture 70% more often than people who described themselves as unlucky. 70%. Yeah. That's crazy. So it's one of those things. It it just goes to show your mindset affects so much of your reality. Yeah. And so I think, you know, moving toward, you know, moving from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset, you're trying to change your mindset. And I think the first piece of that is just believing that you can. Yeah. Believing that your mindset is not fixed, regardless of your upbringing or your parents or your experiences everything around you can be changed and that includes you and the mindset that you approach things with completely agree i think that's really well said and i also think it's super important in these situations to focus on what you already have Mm. oftentimes people with these scarcity mindsets, they're just so focused on what they don't have, the luck that they don't have, or, you know, whatever they don't have. And it's like, you have so much, whether that is the clothes on your back, whether that is a safe place to sleep, a healthy relationship, you know, you have food, whatever it is, focus on what you have, be grateful and have gratitude for that in that moment. And that will help you get to the next level. It sounds really foo-foo-y, but it's just true. I've seen it so many times and experienced it myself, right? Um, Of just focus on what you have, have gratitude for that, and then let that be a mantra and be a mindset that will help you, help carry you into abundance. Because when you start changing that, that what I do have versus what I don't have, it's the positive versus the negative, it's inverse from each other and um, focusing on the positive is it helps you have that, that abundance mindset. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right. And on top of it, you know, this is kind of a more high level conversation than we have a lot on this podcast, yeah. right? We're talking about mindsets and ways of thinking, um, but it goes into investing so well Yeah. because not only are we talking about like, if you believe you can, you're more likely to do it if you have that confidence to walk away from a deal to get yourselves in the right deal. But even beyond that, if you are somebody that's focused on what you have, you have that abundance mindset of, Oh, my life is so full. My life is so fulfilled. It frees you up to be able to, you know, put money aside for investments to again, just believe you can, you know, Because a lot of people, you know, you need 70, 100, 150, $200,000 for a traditional investment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if your square one is, oh my God, I can never save up that much money, yeah. money. Guess what? You won't. Right. That's just right off the bat. Whereas if you have what we're calling the millionaire mindset, you believe you can, well, maybe you'll look at ways you can do it. Maybe right. you'll look at things you can cut back on. Maybe you'll look at what do I have, right? What you just said, focus yeah. on what you have. Well, maybe I have a lot of equity tied up in my home. 
Maybe I can get a home equity line of credit. Maybe I can do a cash out refinance. Maybe I have the possibility to start an online business and create more income for myself. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, kind of going back, but a book that has absolutely nothing to do with investing, but completely changed my life. Um, changed my life from really focusing on what I don't have to what I do have is called 1000 Gifts by Anne Voskamp. Mm, I haven't read that one. It's incredible. She gets sick um, and realizes all she was thinking about is everything that she didn't have. And then once she got sick, she wanted to enjoy everything. And so it may be she the whole thing is writing down 1000 gifts that she has already. So she has a book and it may be as small as I am thankful for this cup of coffee, for the sun on my face. So simple. But when you start thinking like that, that's how you physically and chemically change your brain into thinking more positively. Right? Um, And that's how we get that millionaire mindset. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of wanted to throw that in there because it changed my life forever. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. It sounds yeah. like an interesting it's book. It's a really small, like short book and easy read. It's great. Yeah. You know, and I think too, we should kind of define what we're talking about. Going back to that mindset of abundance, you know, maybe people are listening, maybe that do have that scarcity mindset. Um, well, thinking, oh yeah, it's easy to be positive when you're a millionaire. You know, yeah. you have a fancy house and nice cars and all this stuff. And that's not really what we're talking about. So, Apparently today is going to be a, a book recommendation podcast because yeah. in The Millionaire Next Door, which is another book that I found really life-changing, I don't think would be too much to say, um, he studies thousands of millionaires, their habits, their buying habits, their thought processes, where they live, their zip codes, the neighborhoods, their occupations. Like It was a really, really deep, basically the guy's whole career study. Um, and found that your average millionaire isn't who we think of. Mm. You know, typically anybody off the street, you have them ask them your average millionaire, they're thinking they're in a big house, a gated community. They have a brand new BMW or Mercedes or something like that. They work as a, you know, high powered attorney, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah. Traditional, just what kind of Hollywood and media has portrayed as millionaires. And what they found was your average millionaire lives in a very average neighborhood, drives a middle-class car, um, and what sets them apart and what's made them millionaires is the more basic things, living below their means, investing, um, buying just basic off-the-rack clothes, and doing that sort of thing. The need to be flashy is exactly what means you probably will never be a millionaire completely agree and that's why i say you can find people who have a lot of money but are poor Mm -hmm. maybe they have a lot of cash but it's not invested or they're living above their means so that cash is going to run out soon right? right those are indicators of people with a scarcity mindset that can't take the leap of faith to invest or to it because investing doesn't necessarily mean you're investing your money to get more investing means investing in yourselves every time we buy a house that means we're taking one more bet on ourselves Mm. right 
we are not just investing to get more money. We are investing for a better tomorrow because we believe we're going to be here tomorrow and we believe that it's it's going to be good for us. Mm. That, um, yeah, that was a great way to say that. <laughs> and I think it's also important to note when you, I'm a huge believer in whatever you put out in this world, you get back. Mm-hmm. So if you are putting out this, you know, millionaire mindset of positivity, abundance, you know, all of these things that we've been talking about, you're going to start surrounding yourself with people that have that exact mindset as well. Mm-hmm. And then that creates an incredible situation because you start talking about investing and whatnot. And there's so much opportunity when that happens. If you have a scarcity mindset, it becomes a really negative interaction with somebody because you're talking about all the things you wish you had, all the things that you don't have. And it's really hard to collaborate with somebody who's like that. However, if you're talking to somebody that is like, sees the potential is like, Hey, we could do this. And this is an idea and start spitballing and you can build off of that. And that's when opportunity is created. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, that mindset, it just affects so many things, right? Like, you know, that millionaire mindset says, you know, I could afford that brand new BMW, but instead I'm going to continue driving my Honda Accord and put that money into my business, or I'm going to bet on myself and buy another piece of property or what have you. Um, And you're definitely right. It affects who you're around too, because not only do you need to have that mindset, you could have the best, most positive, most reasoned mindset. And if you're being drugged down by the people around you, you are never going to achieve your greatness. You're never going to achieve what you could. And so, you know, I just got back from Florida. I was telling you about, I had, um, dinner with a friend of mine that grew up very um, lower middle class, close to the poverty line. She may have been below the poverty line growing up. I'm not entirely sure. Um, Who has recently gotten a job doing underwriting for jumbo loans. So, you know, she's doing a lot of loans in the high six figures, low seven figures. And that was one of her takeaways was... I only thought I knew how people with money act. Yeah. And, you know, she was talking about how everybody around her, when they got a little bit of money, when they were successful, as soon as they could afford that brand new BMW, they went and bought that brand new BMW because they thought that's what you do when you have money. Yeah. Whereas now she's learning kind of vicariously because she's seeing all of these loans she's doing for people who make two and three hundred thousand dollars and she's having a realization of like oh well you know they live in a house about the same size as mine Mm. and oh they actually they don't have a car payment because their car is older than mine Mm. but they make all this money i didn't think that's how people with money acted right and come to find out it's because people are investing their money they're they're they don't feel the need to be so glitzy right I do a lot of live presentations um, and it's so funny because every single time I'm in a room, there's always the slick back hair with the business suit on and um, 
and asking a bunch of questions, the Rolex wearing, or maybe it's a designer purse or whatever the case may be. There are always those people in these presentations. And then there's always at least one person sitting in the back in jeans and tennis shoes or flip-flops and a t-shirt. Never once have I thought that I should talk to these designer name brand people over the person in the back of the room with wearing a t-shirt because I know I've been doing this long enough and I've been trained to know that that is the person that I want to talk to mm-hmm. because that is probably the person in the room with the most amount of money. Yeah. You know, it's so funny because we haven't, we haven't talked about this previously, but I do the exact same thing mm. in that, you know, if you, cause I like to look nice. I'm always dressed well. Sure. But when I do the presentations, I always seek out the dude that comes in in the back yep. in cargo shorts and sandals and a t-shirt just like you roll in off the street yep i always make sure to connect with those people absolutely um because you just figure it out where these c-suite people just because they're high income earners just because they have a lot of money doesn't mean they have the mindset Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that they you know, and maybe they're at these events because we're talking about investing in their mid 40s, 50s, and they haven't invested anything yet, but they have all this cash where this young person in T-shirt and jeans and whatnot, they have the the mentality of that million dollars that they know that they're going to have at some point in their life. And so that's the person I want to work with. Absolutely. Yep. Because you have, you know, there's two sides to this coin. The people who have a ton of money, they have that mindset, they use that mindset to make that money, mm-hmm. they don't have anything to prove at this point. Yeah. And the people who, maybe they're just starting out, maybe they don't have a lot of money, maybe they're house hacking and have a bunch of roommates mm-hmm. and they're driving an old beat up POS because that's all they can afford. But if they have the same mindset, they still don't have anything to prove. Yeah. Because they're working out for themselves. They're not working to be flashy for anybody else. For sure. And so I think that's another thing that it's kind of easily to dismiss the people who have made it. Of course, they don't have anything to prove. Yeah. The mindset doesn't change. No, it doesn't. Um, it is interesting to to talk about this because you kind of think back in your own life and you're like, all right, where do I have a scarcity mindset? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's not with in- investing, but maybe it's with other things, right? It, it could, it creeps in in other ways. And um, it's just kind of interesting to reflect, but it's taken me years to get so much of that out of my head. Cause I was raised in a very scarcity mentality mm. being in the Midwest. I, I just didn't really see a whole lot of high wealth individuals. And I just never even thought that that was a possibility for me. Mm. And And so when I got into real estate and I realized, oh, these people aren't any smarter than me. Um, They don't have anything that they don't have anything more that I don't have. Right. Um, Except for the mindset. And once you start having conversations about it with people, once you start getting in that world and realizing there's so much opportunity, there's so much potential and I can do any of it that's when I started doing it. And it took years for my brain to get rewired to automatically think that way. Yeah. So, so you asked me the hypothetical question earlier about somebody that wants to change that mindset. You had it. Mm -hmm. So 
would you say that's the number one thing you did was just surround yourself with people who had the mindset you wanted to have? Absolutely. I contribute a lot of it to the mentor that I had. He definitely had an abundance mindset and, you know, reading books really helped me with that. Um, and having people tell me like if I had an idea, I would be like, Oh, we could do this to make like somebody should do this and they would make a ton of money. And my mentor would always be like, why don't you do that? It's like, I don't really have an answer. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I don't have enough money to do that. It's like, great, go find somebody who will let you borrow the money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, every objection that I would have, there's a way around it. There's a way around yeah. it, you know? And it's like, you do whatever, even starting this podcast, right? You have all this doubt of like, well, what if nobody listens? Um, what if we sound like a fool? What if this, what if that? And it's like, or just do it and see what happens. Mm-hmm. You know, um, what's the worst thing that could happen? It's not that bad. The worst case scenario isn't that bad. No, no, and I, you it know, it really is. You're absolutely right, and I am definitely somebody that tends to be on the verge of an overthinker, and I tend to think through all of the possibilities, all of them that could go good, all of the possibilities that could go bad, and when you do that, as I've gotten older, you know, when you're younger, that's paralyzing that mindset was paralyzing but as i've gotten older i've kind of seen that when things have gone not so well they haven't been as bad as what i had in mind and more often than not they have gone well yeah and so you're right sometimes it is just do it um and just take that next step and maybe that next step is getting yourself around better people absolutely you know sometimes you do have to cut off people that maybe aren't the best for you that have that negative mindset yeah and getting yourself around people who are going to encourage you but not only encourage you push you yeah and when you try to revert back into that scarcity mindset they're going to be the ones that say like oh hold on no like we're moving forward and also on top of that you want to make sure that you are one of those friends to the people around you. Mm, yes. Right? Because it's easy to say you want friends to do that for you, but are you doing that for other people? Mm-hmm. Because that's equally important, right? Absolutely. Yeah, and you know, we talked about luck earlier and the people that saw themselves as lucky. Well, you want to get lucky, put yourself in the way of luck. Yeah. And there is no better way to do that than to surround yourself with other people that have a good mindset, that think of themselves as lucky, because those people that have the mindset that are doing what you want to do, that you know maybe are smarter than you, that maybe are more experienced than you, guess what? They're going to have opportunities for you. Yeah. And you know it's so easy for me to say like, to look back and say, oh, I got lucky. You know, I got lucky getting this job and like learning so much here or whatever, but it's because I put myself in the way of luck. And so if you stand in the way of luck enough, guess what? You're going to get hit with it. You're going to get lucky because there's no other option. Absolutely. You know what they say, shoot for the moon. (laughs) (laughs) You may land on a star. (laughs) Maybe the cheesiest line we will ever say in this podcast. You're welcome. But 
you know, I can't criticize too much. It's not without merit. I know. <laughs> Some of these really cheesy lines have stood the test of time for a reason. Yep. So, you know, I think that right there kind of sums it up. You can either, with the abundance mindset or the scarcity mindset or the millionaire mindset or the poverty mindset, whatever you want to call it, um, I think how you view luck plays a big part in that you know it's easy to say somebody look at somebody that's really successful and say oh they just got lucky yeah um do you know what's funny you've been talking about luck and all i can think about is i actually don't believe in it really yeah and not that i think that i'm lucky or unlucky i think that luck is created yeah i think that their luck is a lot of hard work and again, what you put out in this world is what you get back. So if you're putting out positivity, if you're putting out great relationships, you're putting out, you know, you're being a good friend, you're, you're um, being a really hard worker, you know, you're doing all of these things, you're being kind and gracious to others, that's going to come back. Mm -hmm. And so is it lucky if you've been working on this for so long? Yeah. Well, I don't know. And th that's exactly what I meant by like, put yourself in the way of yeah, luck, right? Exactly. Because like... You know, everybody that's successful has had some sort of lucky break, if you want to call yep. it that, right? Like another big break, of course. Yeah, like like I mean, you had a lot of good luck landing a job here. Of course, I sure did. But the flip side of that is, you also worked for free for a month or more. Three months, four months. <laughs> it was a while. Um, so you know, on one hand, somebody could look at you and be like, "Oh man, she got so lucky. She's yeah. learned so much from that job. She's made." so many gains in investing just by the people she's been around or you can look at the flip side of it and say no like she realized she was in a good place and she wasn't willing to leave and she was willing to do what needed to be done to stay there right exactly and so i think you're exactly right luck luck is what you make of it the only real lucky people in this world i think are lottery ticket winners <laughs> Then maybe I can, I can, you know. I don't think so, though. Listen I mean, to that argument. You've read all, like, there's all those studies that show, like, people that win the lottery. End up poor. Either end up poor or even the ones that don't. I, this is actually in um, the Grit book. So mm. if you want to learn more about it, read this book. And we're not sponsored. I just really liked it. Um, but in there, they did a study on millionaires of the ones that don't spend it all. Mm-hmm. Of the ones that have the mindset to, like, not go out and be all glitzy and just, they hold on to it. They interviewed, I don't remember how many millionaires, or uh, how many lottery winners, five years after and asked them if they were happier than they were before. And I don't remember what the exact percentage was, but it was almost zero that mm. said yes. So were they lucky? I don't, I mean, if. Yeah, I don't know. If something doesn't add to your life, is it luck to have it? I don't know. I don't know. So in conclusion, changing your mindset allows your mind to legitimately open up and see opportunities differently mm -hmm. or see opportunities in general. And it allows you to see the potential in investing knowing that you have potential in your life investing your money is investing in you and when you see it that way there is without a doubt if you stay laser focused on your goals and your dreams they're going to happen yeah 
Absolutely. And you work hard. And and I would argue, you know, if you are, once you move down that road and you take that step and you say yes and you invest, you buy some real estate, you do whatever, you've just set up a safety net for yourself to be able to see more abundance because you're all, you, like, real estate just gives you that safety. Having investments that bring you passive income, that increase your wealth and all that, it just lets you open up that box of abundance because you see it work once and it allows you to incorporate it into other parts of your life. Totally. So I think that's it for this week. Um, You know, it really is, like I said, this is a high level conversation, but this is, this is where it starts. You change your mindset, you change your habits, you'll change your life. It's true. That's the way to end this. And I love talking to people about that. So that's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Um, If you are listening to this podcast, we're on YouTube as well. And if you want to get in touch with us, we are on TikTok, Instagram, all the socials. Uh, We love interacting and seeing who's listening with this. If you do have any questions or um, you're looking to get into investing, we would love to connect with you. Um, If you have any questions for the podcast specifically, we are kind of compiling those to make a whole episode on it. Uh, so definitely get in touch with us. We love uh, we love getting to know who's listening. And on that, have a great week. Bye.